listeners, before this episode begins, just know it has some weird audio. We're working on it, guys. It's a process. We've only been doing this show for For a year and a half. Sorry. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. No shirt, no shoes, no problem, y'all. She's already doing like like the raccoon hands on the cheeks. Yes. Oh, this is the best. Oh, season three. Season three. We never really labeled seasons one and two, but this is season this is three, baby. Season three, baby. And now, should we say that we're gonna do it under Dapper Devil? Yeah, why not? why not? Okay, great. We're gonna join Dapper Devil Productions. We are under their umbrella. Yes. Other projects include um include Subletters, the web series that uh, I help co-create. Also, the Song Topsy Report by Nick Brigadier and Mike Russell and uh, Stephen Trollinger, which Ian just did an episode. Yes, of. I did. It was a lot of fun. I want to come on. They will. They will have you. But on. it needs to be for something super poppy in two thousand. Oh, trust me. You they, know what I mean. They will have that. They have that. <laughs> because, like, they are super not about that music, so they will be happy to, like, yes. tear into anything from that. Yes. Um, but also, finally, um, the other podcast on our network is Chris Tries to Review Wine with friend of the show, Christopher Barlow. We love Chris Barlow. Yeah. Hi, buddy. And he's doing a live show at Dixon Place on November 1st. So, Ooh, yeah, exciting. be sure to check that out. And we're doing a live show never. 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 Unless, unless um, you want to sponsor us. Yes. Um, so that is a really exciting step up in our processing. Yeah, we got a whole little network, a whole little crew, a squad. Yes, it's me and the boy. Yeah. It's just me and a bunch of dudes. And Kim, and Kim who's our social media manager. Oh, fierce, yeah. a social media manager? Yeah, she is phenomenal. I'm learning so much. Kim, I can't wait to be with yeah. you. Kim is delightful. Yes, okay, well it's me and Kim and the boy. Right. Yes. It sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. <laughs> Like a sexual Nickelodeon show. Me and Kim and the boys. It's Yeah, it's a Nick at Night show. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, Ian, how did you spend your summer? Let's get oh, all man. caught up. Okay, so my summer was spent mostly working and releasing and promoting the web series. and um, Which was fucking fantastic, by you. the way. Thank you so much. I watched it beginning to end. I texted Ian regularly to tell him what I liked. I appreciate that. I have to be honest. I have a lot of trouble watching web series, and Subletters is so well made and so cleverly written. And I mean, obviously I'm biased, but... I would give you the real real oh, if I fucking hated it and I fucking loved it. Thank so. you. I appreciate that. I'm I, just, I'm I find, just, oh, go on. Oh no, I was just going to say, I find the medium to be, because anyone could do it, the same as this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we struggle, ooh, somebody's dropping something upstairs. Right. We struggled in the beginning to like find the voice of the show and to get like our rhythm down and to figure out like I was fucking terrified of the editing Mm -hmm. and then it took us like 15 or 16 episodes to like really fall into it and subletters was like it knew its voice from the very beginning thank you i mean like that was that came with i think like we developed it over a long time like with a podcast you can kind of like work on it as you go and like reevaluate but like with the web series, we had, like, the luxury, I guess, of writing episodes before we shot them. Sure. So then, like, as we were writing them, we could be like, okay, so, like, this is who we are now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm really happy with what we turned out. Yeah, um, I am, yeah. too. I'm happy for you. Thank you. And 
First stop, the internet. Second stop, the Emmys. Yes. Yes. Um, fun fact, we were one episode short of qualifying for the Emmys. Wait, really? Like, and I know this because of Megan Amram, who's a writer for Parks and Rec and The Good Place. We love Megan Amram. She had her own series, an Emmy for Megan. Yes. And all it requires is being released before a certain due date, uh, six episodes, and it has to be scripted in order wow. for, like, that specific category. And so we had five episodes. Okay. And we missed the deadline. So like, next season. Next season. Like, you should be like this show where you do 40 a season. Right. <laughs> We're just like every day is like a, is like a hyper episode. Gosh, y'all. This is going to be epi 76, I think. Six? I can, really? I can, let me look on that. 72? 70, 70 something. Ian's looking it up. 72. 72. A very good number. Yeah. That is a little crazy. Yeah, I know. That is crazy. And that doesn't even include little epies. So we have easily over 90 episodes of content. Which is crazy to think about. That's crazy. When I tell people that I host a podcast, and they're like, oh, what's it called? And I'm like, ah, something has happened this week. You should go check it out. And then they go to the iTunes library. I mean, it's pretty fucking impressive what we put together. It is. No apologies. We put a lot of work into this. We do. Yes, we do. We work hard. We work hard. So did you travel this summer at all? Anything? A little bit. I just saw my folks in North Carolina. Um, yeah, just for a few days because I had worked, I had worked my ass off this summer and like I, I called them and they were like, just come visit us, relax. Aww, yeah. I love your parents. I do too. They're great. The first season three shout out to Larry and Honeybee, honey. Uh, God bless. Oh, and Honeybee. I just and, love her so much. And they're in North Carolina right now where they're like yes. anticipating the hurricane. By this time it will have blown over and we will know the damage. Right. And thank God like it's been downgraded to a level two. So like it's still a hurricane, but, but it's, it's still not. still bigger than Michigan. It's still bigger than Michigan. It's but... twice the size of Katrina. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, in diameter. But luckily, which they... one's diameter and circumference is around and diameter's across? Right. Okay, yes. Yeah, so and twice the diameter. Radius is half the diameter. Oh, that's okay. from the center point out. And the then how do you? And then you find the area of a circle. It's one half radius times. I can't remember. Pi. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. Hey, math. <laughs> make, I was gonna say we make up math here. Definitely. <laughs> we define math here. Yes, we really we defy math. Right. <laughs> So you were down there. How's Lacey Dog? Oh my god, Lacey's amazing. I miss her. Did you I don't, see, I've never even met her and I miss her. Did you see the photo of her and my first yarmulke ever? Yes, I okay, did. Okay, good. So, so that's cute. what my parents do to our dog. It's great. Um, but she's good. You're a little um, Jewish puppy. Yeah, I know. I love her. She's amazing. She is. But now, like, what about your summer? My summer was jam-packed. There was a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. What happened? The last trip I took, I think the last big trip I took was to go to my brother's wedding. And then we took our summer break. Right. And when we took our summer break, I was here most of the time. And then right at the end, like a bunch of vacations came up all at once. Mm. So I went to Vermont with my roommate and her best friend. Hi, Brian Chandler. Yeah. We had a really good time. Vermont is amazing. One of the most incredible places I have ever been. We were staying in Stowe, which is kind of like central to Burlington mm. and... Montpelier and um, a bunch of like really cool national parks and our Airbnb hosts Kate and Marge made us breakfast every morning. Kate and Marge. Kate and Marge. I love it. They were amazing and uh, beautiful, beautiful couple and just really wonderful people. And then uh, I was asked the next weekend to work in the Hamptons, which is like an oxymoron. Right. Um, So then I went to stay in the Hamptons, which was 
fantastic. I believe it. The Hamptons is exactly what you think it is, and I had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing that you were on your way to the Hamptons, and I was just like, of course she is. Of course I am. Yeah, my little white ass is on, (laughs) on its way to West Hampton. Um, there was drama with the Long Island Railroad on the way in back, though. There's always drama with the Long Island Railroad. Literally, that, like, three hours in, sitting in one station until they evacuated the train. It that was like, train, R and New Jersey Transit, but R is yeah. garbage. That's why I just voted for Cynthia. Yeah, hey! hey. <laughs> we'll, we'll, by the time this comes out, we'll know. We'll know, so. I have my fingers crossed. If anyone can take down Cuomo, it's, it's a lesbian her. actor. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see. But yes, Cynthia. Yeah. Um, and then right after that, I went back to Paris. Nice. This trip to Paris was very different for me. I had a lovely time, but I was also kind of stressed. Um, my parents met me halfway through. Wow. And because they happened to be visiting friends in England. So mm. they came over to France, and we visited our family friends in Germany, and then did a little bit of Paris together. Fun. It was very fun, but also I didn't realize how much I enjoy going on vacation with no plans. Like, when I go to a place, I have a list of maybe some shit I want to see. But for the most part, I like it loosey-goosey. That's cool. My parents are definitely planners when it comes to travel, and they don't speak French, and I do. My French has gotten a lot better. Great. Très mieux. (laughs) And so I, uh, I'm just, I was... I was a little overwhelmed at being tour guide, but I mm. wouldn't give up like any of the special time we had together because those are, you know, memories we'll have forever. Right. Which is so great. And the other Aww. kind of like overarching thing for my summer, which I've, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been pretty candid about it, but I've gotten pretty serious about my sobriety. It's great. Thank you. Um, I'm coming up on a year. I'll have a year on October 8th. Mazel tov. Thank you. Thank you. Just in time for the Jewish New Year. Yes. I'm very... um, It's overwhelming. And uh, I just want to say, like, if anybody is thinking about... Who has a desire to stop drinking or doing drugs, like, I'm here for you. And uh, know that... um, I mean, I, I felt like I was pretty candid about it on the podcast, especially the last time I went to Paris. But, I mean, I don't really want to beat around the bush about it anymore the last time I was in Paris I relapsed and Mm -hmm. I've accepted that and it was really hard for me to come back to come back to New York and face a lot of my problems and Mm -hmm. um when I drink I'm not myself so uh yeah I don't think that I'll be talking very much about that on the podcast anymore just because I kind of want to focus on my recovery and the steps I need to take to do that sure um and, and work a program that I'm really proud of. Um, but no, if literally, if anyone ever wants to talk to me about that, you are more than welcome to email us at this week's thing at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Still got or it. Or claire.manship at gmail.com. I'm always here for you. Um, so yeah, it was a really special summer because of that. Oh, yeah. Glad. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all for giving me a platform to share about that on for the last two years. Yeah. I, uh, I really would love to start listening back to some of our old episodes and understand better where I was at week by week. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, thank you. And, uh, let's do the thing that happened this week. Let's do the thing that happened this week. Do we sing the song anymore? No, we stopped that. No. Okay. Well, the thing that happened this week. The thing that happened this week. Cue the music. Okay. All right. 
Who wants to go first? Oh, you ladies first. Oh, well, thank you. Be chivalrous. Okay, so <laughs> just a few hours ago, I was voting in yeah. the New York primary. Yes. Yes. Now, voting is very important to me, and every time I do it, I get a little bit emotional. (laughs) My civic duty weighs pretty heavily on me. I feel like I was raised to be like a very proud American, Mm -hmm. and I think I truly have started to understand, particularly in this like current political climate and our relationships with some other communist countries, like what what voting really can do and like what voting makes possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I also would just like to take a sidestep and say that gubernatorial is the funniest word. Absolutely. In the world. Like what were they thinking? Gubernatorial. It sounds nothing like governor. No. Except it has a guh. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't, it's very stressful for me to be emotional about one thing and also find it funny. Right. Like how, like how do you balance those multitudes? Yes. So, Voting typically, as all Americans know, but if you're listening somewhere else, um, typically takes place at churches and schools Mm -hmm. and community centers. And so my polling place has changed recently. Now, the other one that I used to go to, like on the presidential election, the line was wrapped the whole block. So I don't think that is a great indicator of what I could have expected this morning, but I waltzed right on in Mm -hmm. and walked right up to my table and... So I guess in voting, they're not allowed, I don't know if this is every state, but in New York, they're not allowed to ask you for an ID to prove you are who you say you are. Really? You have to sign a sheet right? that already has your electronic signature on it and they compare your signatures. Got it. So when people say there's like election fraud, I think that's a little bit of a reach, but it wouldn't be that hard for me to be like, hi, my name is Ian Brodsky right. and I live at such and such a place. That's funny though, because I always walk in like ID first and I'm like, I'm here to vote, please. Well, but you have that little flimsy card, right? No, it's your, it's your driver's I, I, license. I go in with my driver's license. Interesting. Interesting. Like I just, like I lead with the driver's license. Because they're not like, allowed to ask you for that. So you volunteering that is like a step you don't even need to be taking right yeah so I guess you know if I didn't get there first and someone decided they wanted to be Julia Claire Manship I guess they could right they knew where I live exactly yeah so uh I was telling Ian before we started recording that when I sorry I'm gonna tie back my hair because it is annoying me um I was telling Ian before we started recording that it was 8.30 in the morning when I was on my way out, and we have these electronic ballot readers that you have to kind of feed the paper into. And so I went to... Oh, that honk is not where you are. Yeah. And I went to feed the paper into the machine, excuse me, and it tells you it tells you what number ballot that machine has, has read that day. Mm-hmm. So mine was like 100 or 101, but it was 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. And there's like 10 ballot machines. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's a much. It was like five ballot machines, but still, that's a lot. I mean, if each ballot number. machine got the same number, 500 people on average yeah. had, had, you know, potentially statistically had voted before 8.30 in the morning. I mean, that's right. pretty great. I think so, especially yeah. Especially in a neighborhood that, like, is very clearly going to be blue in all ways. Right. Like, we live in Harlem. It's, just, you know, right. it's just the way of the, the way of the name. Yeah. But yeah, so I I really get excited to vote, and it really made me think, like, when I was voting for Hillary, I mean, I I really started crying. Yeah? Yeah. Like, when I voted for Bernie in mm-hmm. the primary, I was, like, very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I voted for Hillary in the presidential election, I remember 
realizing how momentous it was to vote for women. Mm. Like how much less running, like we couldn't even vote for, for anybody who was like us. And now there's this Tony award winning female actor, lesbian planned parenthood activist Mm -hmm. running for governor. Raising her kids Jewish. Raising her kids Jewish has lived in New York her entire life. Yeah. Running against a, you know, I don't think Cuomo is like a bad guy. I just don't right. think he's doing as much as he could with the resources that he has. Right. And it was just, it was a really special moment to fill in that bubble and, and to slide that thing into the machine and let it eat it. See, I get really excited for voting. Like, mm. if I could, I'd be like, I would be like, brown, 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 brown. <laughs> You're like, let's make some change happen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's fill in some bubbles. Well, and I think, I, you know, I think the reason that we get excited about voting as, you know, people, it, it's not just a civic duty. You know, a duty mm-hmm. makes it sound like it's obligatory. And obviously right. people don't see it that way mm-hmm. because only we have 30, 40% turnout, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe 50 at the most on a presidential election. Right. But I think we get excited about these elections and, and particular campaigns because, There's that really exciting, like, staying up late at night, waiting for the results, like, seeing someone achieve their dreams in real time. Mm -hmm. So exciting. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's so many, like, exciting candidates this time around, too. So, like, and, like, our contemporaries are starting to run for office, and that's, like, pretty special. Yes. Like. Yes. Yeah. And soon, someone our age is going to be running for president. Right. You know, you only got to be 35. Right. (laughs) Like how freaking trippy. Yeah, it is really trippy. The other thing that I that I wanted to pick your brain about, what do you think about voting in schools on school days? Like for some places, like when I was growing up, sometimes election day was a day off of school. Right. But like today, the New York City public schools are not canceled. They're not out of session. Mm-hmm. And we were walking literally through the middle of a whole hall of classrooms to get to the voting place. Right. Is your is your polling place like right here too? My polling place is now uh, 155th in Amsterdam. That okay. El- that elementary school right yeah, here. Yeah, same. Okay. It like spans the whole block. We're in the same in district. The same My place used to be an elementary school at the bottom of the hill. Um, Got it. On kind of closer to the to East Harlem. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it should be a national holiday. Like, I think, like, a friend of mine just texted me about how he couldn't vote because he was working all day, and I'm like, dude, like, they will let you out to vote, but... They're they're legally obligated to right. let you out to vote. Right, like, so... They have to give you at least, what is it, like, a two-hour window to complete yeah. your voting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think, like... I'm, like, I'm fine with it being on whatever day it's on, but I feel like it should be a national holiday. Yeah. Like... Slash, like, if you work in retail, like, you should be given, like, an F, like, longer lunch break or, like, yeah. schedule time off, like, to vote. Like, I, like, it needs, like, there's more we can do about it. Yeah. Like, the New York City public schools uh, don't have a session on September 11th ever. But that's not true everywhere else. Like, right. the kids were just off for Rosh Hashanah, and so I was with them... Uh, the next day on September 11th Mm -hmm. because the schools will just extend the long weekend. Right. And, I mean, that's another day that I feel very, very strongly should be off school, but it's not everywhere. Right. I mean, I do wonder sometimes, like, the concept of getting off of school... You know, like, we get off for President's Day. I feel Mm -hmm. like September 11th is a bigger day of reverence and respect than President's Day is. Right. 
But I, I also do wonder if getting out of school and having that be like a free day for families and kids for like vacation and long weekends, does that dull the meaning of it? Like we don't get off on December 7th, you know what I mean? Like, right. So I, I feel I like wonder. maybe I feel like maybe that's why because like it's not the first time that like we're remembering something like that. Sure. Um, not that I agree or disagree with that, but um, we're I also guess... kind of like sticking the bird to terrorists and being like, "Look, we don't, we're not going to cancel school on this day. Kinda, like, everybody yeah, gets to go bit. to work." It's like, "Fuck you! We're going to be more educated." Yeah, <laughs> our kids are going to read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That insinuates that the terrorist children don't read. And I do want to be fair. Oh, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> I do want to be fair that everyone right. in every country has a right to an education. Exactly. And I'm Please, sure yeah. that the schools elsewhere are also fantastic. Right. Probably better than America in, in most Pro- places. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Particularly when it comes to learning languages. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah. I just, I hope that when the big elections come up in November that all of you go because by the time this comes out whether or not Cynthia beats Andrew Cuomo I feel very strongly that you'll know what I mean when I say this it doesn't matter who you vote for as long as you you vote vote. yeah now it does matter who you vote for and I'm not going to tell you how to vote I just would encourage you to go. Right. That is that. And don't bother complaining to me if you don't. Yes. Now, that is very frustrating. And I do have to agree with... um, I remember watching the election results on MSNBC, Mm -hmm. and Rachel Maddow started crying when it became clear that President Trump was going to become President-elect Trump. And, uh, And she was saying, you know, for all of you people who went out and voted Green Party or Libertarian or whatever, like, you did this. You made this happen. Right. You know, it's one of many things that made it happen, to be fair. But also, to be fair, at least those people voted. At least those people voted. Right? There's right. eight there's eight political parties in New York City with a primary today. Right. Yeah, these horns are also not oh, where you are. are. I don't know what all the this The heights is. is lit this morning. I know. I got people just gotta go and vote, you know? Hong yeah. Kong, get out of my way. Right. Get out of my way. I'm going to vote. What's her name? Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda uh, votes, do you? Sometimes I vote and sometimes I run. Which will it be this year? We'll see. <laughs> She's just in front of a polling place like, vote for me. For what? Just vote. <laughs> Write my name in. Brenda. <laughs> uh, Brenda what? Just Brenda. Just Brenda. I'm a star. They'll know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, this, this girl asked me to just write her in. I don't know where, but I'm just going to write it somewhere. Although, to be fair, there was one... There was one campaign or like one um, race that I didn't know much about and these guys hand, like were passing out campaign right. literature at the polling place yeah. and then I voted for the guy they were talking about because it aligned with all of my right like needs and interests. I, it's funny like when I was at Rosh Hashanah most of my family like half of my family is lawyers so when I was at Rosh Hashanah um, one of them works for the city of New York one of them is a law professor um, and then like all of their friends are either are working like in politics or law Mm. or like education or something sure so like i did so much homework like for this party because i knew people were going to be talking about it and then like i forgot everything anyway like (laughs) like someone was there whose husband is running for like a councilman or assemblyman sure and she's like oh who's yours and i'm like you know i literally just looked it up last night and i forget yeah and i felt like such a dingbat it's taylor it is Taylor. It is Taylor. Yeah. And I voted for him. That's great. Yes. Um, yeah. So, all that being said, go vote whenever you can, however you can, wherever you can. 
And uh, yeah, it's your civic duty. Yeah, do it. Go vote. It's cool now. Dummies. (laughs) Really patronizing. All right, cue the music. It's Ian's turn. All right, my turn. Yes, my story is less inspiring. Um, It's not inspiring. um, No, I mean like inspiring people to vote. That's a cool thing. Um, But anyway, more like accosting them. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, Anyway. So I, something I was really lucky enough to do this summer was a lot of dog sitting. Yay! Yeah, so I have, like, a regular client on, like, the Upper West Side, um, Central Park North area. And, like, so this is, like, where it starts to, like, bleed into, like, Harlem. And, like, I've never not felt safe there. Like, I live in, like, I live in Washington Heights, Harlem. I uh, work in Harlem. Like, I've never not felt safe. So I'm dog sitting this night. And I have the dog with me. I'm out. And... You're on a walk? I'm on a walk, yes. Okay. I'm on a walk with park? this dog. No. Okay. Um, I Literally just like around the block. Okay. And so I round the corner and all of a sudden I hear screaming from a bunch of different people. Oh my God. And I look in front of me and meanwhile like the dog is like doing his business so like good for him. And <laughs> because he will be spiteful he has looked me in the eye and peed in the kitchen before. Oh um, no. Right. Um, and so I'm looking out there and there is like a solid like six or seven people like on guard, like surrounding this area while this other woman is yelling and threatening another woman with a knife. <gasps> with a with knife? With a big ass knife. Like how big? Like. Like a kitchen knife? Like oh a my, kitchen knife. He's literally holding his hands apart like a 10-inch chef's knife. Right. Like, it's... Holy like, fuck. Like, for a second, I'm like, did I just imagine seeing a sword? But, like... <laughs> but it was probably just, like, a big-ass kitchen knife. I'm sorry. That's nothing to laugh at, but wow. But, right. Like, yeah, Right. And so, like, there are just people screaming, like, it's not worth it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. And they're, like, <gasps> protecting this other woman. Like, and meanwhile, like, more and more people are starting to like line up the, on the block and i'm like i and like i'll say it i'm the only white guy in this situation sure and i'm like do i call the police i don't like i just don't know if i should be calling the police in this situation and there are other people especially because like sometimes when i'm like first responders and emergency people like show up on the scene things get crazy right and i will and like there's so much like there's so much like and like I, I want to call it bullshit because it's like it's scenarios that shouldn't be happening, but there's so much like unnecessary violence. Yes. On unarmed black people, and like yes, yes. this person was technically armed. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. <laughs> the, the hot take: the thing that take, happened this week, right. Believes that black lives matter. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, but like, it was clearly a situation that could be like de-escalated. Hmm. And so like, I'm kind of standing there on guard, like just sort of like watching out for the scenario, like for the situation. And this young boy comes running in my direction, crying. And so I'm like, okay, you're safe. You're safe with me. Breathe. What's going on? And he's like, this woman is threatening to kill my mom. I'm like, okay, we're okay. We're okay. You're safe. Your mom's going to be okay. We have a lot of people looking out for her. Do you want me to call the police? And he's like, okay. And he's just crying. And I feel so bad. And I'm like, listen, stay here. You are out of harm's way. Um, what's your name? He's like, Parker. I'm like, I love that Aww. name. That's really cool. 
And then like Parker. This, and then this other woman who had like walked out of the restaurant. This was all in front of like. Is oh, there it's in front of us? a restaurant. It's in front of like the corner. On the corner is this restaurant, and then like down the block is residential. Okay. Um, because it's where an avenue meets like a street. So like there's like a Dunkin' Donuts totally. and a restaurant. And, like, I know exactly where you're talking right. about. Okay. Um, and so it's this woman and I were like, "You're okay. Everything's fine." And so. Then another person comes out at like from the other block and was like, "Man, the police are already up one block breaking up another fight." I'm like, really? "What is going on today?" Um, and so I don't know what happened. Was it clear in any way what the fight was about? Not to me. Okay. Like I like it wasn't to By me. By the time you saw it, it was already hands it, it, were throwing. And, right. And it had been escalated. All right. right. A knife um, was a up. A knife was up. And I don't know what happened, but they clearly were able to talk this woman off the ledge. Like, it was clearly this, like, beautiful, like, coming together of the community to de-escalate a situation. Yeah, and it's also, they were right, not worth it. Right. Like, killing somebody is not 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 worth worth it. it. Like, oh my god. So thankfully, like, like, I see people start to disperse. I'm like, okay, we're safe. And I'm like, Parker, like, you're okay. Like, you can go, like, you can go back to your mom. Like, everything is okay. And it was, like, it was just something I had never, like seen before like, how far was... were you standing from it i like the like if the fight was like the fight was in like the middle of the block i was at the end of the block okay i mean parker ran parker ran like all the way like to the end wow, of the block and, good like, for him chill though. like like not chill but like you can like you can hang out with me like you'll be safe here yeah um yeah and then like so, and then i walk up to this other woman that was like like pacifying this child with me and i was like hey thank you for helping out like i just didn't know what to do in the situation she's like it's all good like, she was like super nonchalant about it. I'm like, okay, well, like I didn't know if I should police, and she's like, no, you're good. And I I'm mean, like, that's how okay. it goes, you know. Yeah, and so like, and during this, like, meanwhile, the dog is like ready to go back home, and he's pulling on me. I'm like, you can wait. Yeah, you gotta wait a minute, bro. Like, like I left you alone all day. Like, enjoy the outdoors. Parker needs um, us, dog. Right, Parker needs us, Boz. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank God you were there. Right. Like it was. It was like. It was a lot. Like, it was just, like, something I had never, like, experienced before. And, that like, is fucking terrifying. I'm right. so sorry you had to see that, too. It's, it's okay. Like, oddly enough, like, I didn't, I wasn't, I did not feel unsafe for my life at all because mm-hmm. I knew, like, worst case scenario is, like, I could turn around and go, like, back up to that fourth floor apartment. Sure. But, like, at the same time, like, like not that the situation needed me, but I felt, like, a duty to yes. be, like... To, like, be on guard for that situation. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. One time I was walking with uh, the girls that I nanny and one of their friends. Mm -hmm. And um, do you know down at 72nd where Broadway and Amsterdam crisscross? Yeah. There's, like, a Starbucks and a McDonald's and, like, this kind of plaza on the side that has, like, a bunch of food. Like, Pinkberry, Pizza Place, whatever. Yeah, I love that plaza. And these high school kids hang out there, like, every afternoon outside of Mickey D's. They're, like, obsessed with it. Right. And one day we were walking by and these two guys got into it. And one guy got thrown between a parked car and the curb. And the other kid is kicking him in the face. Oh, my God. And the girls were, like, crying and screaming. And I was, like, we stood there until, like, because there are also cops on the plaza constantly. So they broke it up like right. pretty much immediately. Well, these other fucking kids are filming it with their fucking phones. And I was oh like, this is God. such a nightmare. Such a nightmare that, that we're living in a time like that. But So then uh, we like stood there and I had the girls like turn away. But I wanted to stay and make sure that like something. Right. I mean, I didn't feel when I had to watch the girls that I was capable of stepping in and breaking up the fight. I mean, honestly, like I'm not. 
I've done that before. I've stepped in the middle of, of a fight and I've got to be honest, like my heart beats really fast, but I'd rather take a couple of blows and throw hands myself than let somebody get their face kicked in. Like wow. that's insane. Yeah. Like, you know, it's never gotten like that bad that I've really had to like fight a person off or anything, but getting between two people is not the worst thing that could happen. Right. And I didn't feel in that situation. I mean, they were brawling. Well, and, also, well, also, and like, also your job I had is, fucking kids with me. Right. Your job yeah. is like to protect the kids. Like, yeah, but also like to break up fights. <laughs> <laughs> to kick ass. Yeah. Boom, boom. Um, yeah. Thank God for your kind of cool and respectful like analysis, well, like split second analysis well, of that situation. Thank God for like the community that was just sort of like stepping in and like keeping watch over the situation and like yes. being the ones to break it up because I would have been like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Especially as a white dude. Right. I mean, again, Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Doesn't apply to this particular situation, but always. Right. In yeah. every situation, yeah, Black exactly. Lives Matter. Right. And it's really cool of you to keep that in mind. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. To the quiz. To the quiz. First quiz in a minute. Yes. First quiz in a minute. I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited to talk TV. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Claire Manship, what are you obsessed with? I am obsessed with the return of the Great British Bake Off. Oh. Now, GBBO, or I guess in America, GBBO. it's the Great British Baking Show, GBBS oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, yes. It is now... <laughs> what did you just say? I said BS. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. It's good to be back. It is. I missed you, babe. Missed you. Um... The show has now become a Netflix production. So the current mm-hmm. season moved, which is technically in America season five, in the world overall, like in England, season eight. Mm. So Paul Hollywood is still there, but Mary Barry is no longer with us. Uh. And she's not dead, but she's not with the show anymore. So it's Prue and Paul are the judges. And now there's two new hosts. I don't really know their names, but... From what I've gathered, they are very popular comedians in mm. England. And one of them, he is really cool. Um, I think his last name is Sloan. I'm going to have to look this up. But sure. someone write in, thisweeksthing at gmail.com or at thisweeksthing. Just tell us who I'm thinking of. Right. But he is kind of like glamour goth, like really mm. sweethearted, but like loves to wear like crazy colors and dark makeup and his hair is dyed black. And it's really cool. He's really cool. cool. And, um, so anyway, I have not yet watched the finale, but by the time this airs or drops, I'm sure that I will know who won. But my guy this season was Tom. Tom is fucking hot. (laughs) He's an architect and they do like a little flash over to like his normal life where they'll be like, Tom is an architect who lives in blah, blah in Surrey, da, 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 da. And they like, will be like, and like go to a shot of him like working on something at work. And he has a pencil behind his ear. Ooh, Tom is sexy. I don't know if Tom is straight, but if he is, Tom, I know you're listening to this. Hit a girl up. Hit a girl up. So yeah, The Great British Bake Off Season 5. Ooh. Um, Phoebe Robinson calls her boyfriend British Bake Off, but it's B-A-E. Oh, British Bake Off. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, Cool. Question two. That's Never Have I Ever, correct? think so yes okay never have i ever three fingers fingers. uh never have i ever seen the inside of a jail down Um, i went to alcatraz once oh cool yes um i um 
Never have I ever hung out on Riverside Park. Down? Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, never have I ever... I'm not going to target you. Um, uh, yeah. Because I was going to be like, been to Arizona, but that's, that's <laughs> real targeted. Uh, ooh, but never have I ever been to Minnesota. No. Yeah? One of the like five or six states I still have. I need to go to Alaska, Hawaii, Washington, Oregon, Montana, mm. Minnesota, Michigan, and Maine. Ooh. I think those are all of them. So okay. like seven or eight. Mm. Yeah. What else? Never have I been to the Empire Hotel. Down. Yes. I have I have hung out it's there. A, it's clearly a very New Yorker edition of Never Have I Ever. Yeah, I've never been to the top. I've never been to the club up there. Okay. Um, but I have eaten at that Clyde's and Got that it. Starbucks and been at to the lobby. Sure. Yes. And for those who love Gossip Girl as much as I do, everybody yeah. knows that Chuck Bass owns the Empire Hotel. Oh, really? Mm, I love you, Chuck Bass. <laughs> um, although Ed Westwick is a problematic dude. Oh, really? Yeah, he's caught up in the Me Too shit. Oh, bummer. Apparently he was found to be not anything, but, like, not guilty of anything or had no, hadn't done, according to the network, what this woman accused him of, but also, like, believe all women. <laughs> Right. Yeah, if she says that she felt assaulted, she felt assaulted. Right. And she was. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, well, what are you watching and listening to? Speaking of TV. Yes, The Great British Bake Off. I am doing my regular fall rewatch of Gilmore Girls. Mm. Shout out to friend of the pod, Kevin T. Porter, one of the Gilmore guys. Um, let's see. What else am I watching? I recently. Oh my God. How did I not start with this? The best movie I have seen all year, and everybody needs to go see it, and it's an instant classic, and it's fucking incredible, Searching, starring John Cho. Really? It was the best movie wow. I have seen in a very long time. Since Get Out, maybe. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe even before Get Out. I Honestly, I like Searching better than Get Out. Really? Yeah. Wow. It is fucking fantastic. Amazing. I can't tell you literally anything about it, because <laughs> it would be all spoilers, but just go. Wow. <laughs> it is so well made. It is a genius piece of film. It is so beautiful and real and raw. And John Cho is acting up a storm. And Deborah Messing is fantastic. She's in it too? Oh, Deborah Messing is the Ooh. main like supporting character. And, Sweet. Um, she is also, like, they're both very multi-layered. And I love the reverence in the story to, like, Korean-American culture mm. and to the relationships with fathers and daughters. Um, yeah, that movie is... Uh, just go. Just awesome. go. I literally... I personally vouch that I will pay for your ticket if you didn't like it. Wow. Yeah. This cool. week's thing at gmail.com. <laughs> Come and get it. your money, bitties. <laughs> um, and what else have I seen? I really want to go see Crazy Rich Agents. So that's me next too. I me. really want to see that. Should we go together? Okay. Okay. I yay. want to see that, and I want to see a simple favor because yes, Anna Kendrick. Duh. I want to see a simple favor, but I'm a little bit wary of it. I feel like I feel like it's not gonna be. I. I feel like it's not gonna be as intriguing as I want it to be sure. for my like my personal taste. Right. And I also am a little wary of A Star Is Born. I'm wary of that too. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard it's incredible, and I, I typically trust certain reviewers and critics, but um, I, I don't, I don't think that's the story that I really want to like live in for very long. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. Also, this summer I saw The Incredibles two. It was good, not great. Um, <laughs> the best parts were Jack Jack and the Raccoon. I mean, let's yeah. be real. 
And um, what else have I been watching? Oh, and I've been reading. I've been reading. Ooh. I just, I'm almost done with an incredible book. If you want a really awesome nonfiction that kind of is heady, makes you want to think a little bit, it's called The Art of Gathering, Why We Meet and Why It Matters by Priya Parker. Cool. And it's an incredible look at how we group people together both sociologically and socially and how to make our gatherings better. Our weddings, our book clubs, our bat mitzvahs, our wow. funerals, our, um, you know, a, a like ladies night, like literally anything you can think of. Right. She has beautiful solutions for finding more meaning in our gatherings and to bond better and to know each other better by the time we leave wow yeah that's amazing it's so fantastic so yes all those things a treasure trove of a summer mm. Mm. all right um and question number four yeah do you uh, remember it yeah. I, I who, was, remember. who was the last person you texted no <gasps> cheating oh my gosh not including me the last person I texted was my friend Samantha. Ooh. I was texting her and I said, hey girl, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Straightforward, I like and it. And to the point. Ooh, and final question. Yes. Our favorite question, one person, alive or dead, who you may or may not know, who you'd like to wish. I would like to wish well, Sarah Jessica Parker. I love Sarah Jessica Parker. I think she is a genius. I think she is a very thoughtful actor and designer and humanitarian. I love her husband, Matthew Broderick, even too, though man. I know there's like a little bit of drama between them in the past, but mm. regardless, someone's vacuuming upstairs, someone's but vacuuming I just upstairs. know this vacuum is... This vacuum is not where you are. This vacuum is not where you are. Unless you're vacuuming, in then which case it kind of is kind where of where you, you are. are. Yeah. Um, so Sarah Jessica Parker, I, I find her to be really fantastic and um, a really lovely person, and she stands for a lot of really thoughtful things that I think she phrases really well whenever I see interviews with her, whenever I see her like out and about. Um, I've never had the pleasure of running into her in town, but she's very out and about in New York and is one of the people pretty regularly, even though she's a millionaire. All right. This just in, listeners, I went upstairs <laughs> and asked the vacuum lady to stop vacuuming because it was very friggin' loud. Okay, so all I was saying was that... <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker recently made some statements about how Kim Cattrall couldn't be a part of the Sex and the Th City 3 movie. And I guess Kim Cattrall came back at her in the tabloid saying, like, look, when you all made, like, a caddy group, I wasn't ever a part of it. I was never allowed mm, to be part yeah. of your friendships offset. And I just want to make it clear, like, I don't want to be a part of this because of the culture that you all created. Wow. I also want to say that I have been in a lot of acting situations with some catty, shitty people. On my last contract, someone outed me as an alcoholic to the entire company. Wow. So I just want to be clear that, like, even though that happened, I still went and did my job. And regardless of how Kim Cattrall is dealing with that, I think Sarah Jessica Parker was so classy when her response was just to be, just to say... All love and respect to you. I really appreciated the memories we made together. I really hope that you change your mind. All right. Yeah. So all that being said, I think Sarah Jessica Parker is fantastic. Um, it's a bit of old news, but it's been on my heart recently, especially because I voted for Cynthia Nixon this morning. I was just mm -hmm. thinking about how pivotal and fantastic that show is and how wonderful a platform HBO was for that particular show. Yeah. And um, 
I love it. And, Great. And uh, I love Sarah Jessica Parker. Yay. All right, quickly, because she's going to vacuum. I know. Ian, what are you obsessed with this I'm week? I'm obsessed with the Hogwarts adventure game that you Yay! can get on any iOS device because I made a smug Gryffindor like me. Yes. Um, and I love it. It's just a fun, like, time waster game that I've been, like, loving. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Question number two, three fingers up. Never have I ever dyed my hair. I have. Really? When, I, like, when like, bleaching your hair was cool in, like, 2003. All right. Well, finger down, my friend. Never have I ever eaten a papaya. Down. Never have I ever done an escape room. I have not. Never have I ever seen a Rangers hockey game, like in person. Down? I've been to a couple hockey games. I forget which one it was, but I think one was a Rangers game. Okay. At the um, Garden. Yeah. At the Garden, def- honey. I definitely went to the at garden. the Garden, yeah. Brenda loves the Garden. Brenda loves the Garden. But nothing's better than City Field. <laughs> Brenda's a Mets fan. Wow. No, no, no. No, no. Brenda loves squash. Okay. That's her sport. That's her sport. <laughs> I don't even know what Love squash it. is. What is squash? I don't squash? either. I have no idea. All right. Question number three. What are you watching slash listening Ooh, to? Ooh, I have... So, American Horror Story Apocalypse premiered last night, and Ooh. I'm so excited because it's the Murder House Coven crossover. Ooh, I, drama. I'm so excited. I just finished Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm midway through Mozart in the Jungle. The siren is not where you are. This siren is not um, where you are. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was amazing. Mozart in the Jungle was fine. Um, <laughs> like, um, oh, what else? Um, I Speaking of Amazon, are you going to watch the new Jack Ryan with John Krasinski? Maybe. I'm I don't know if into it's, that. I don't know if it's like my cup of tea, but like I might check it out. Oh, also, Designated Survivor was saved by Netflix. Really? What? Good. Oh, Six I, months after being canceled. I Six can, months. Speaking of which, I cannot wait for Brooklyn Nine Nine to come back on NBC. Yes. And for the Good Place to start up again. Yes. Um, but I'm and uh, Superstore and Superstore. Yes. Um, and I, I too did a lot of reading this summer. I read Mara Wilson's book, Where Am I Now? Which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I read it in like four days. Um, I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I recommend to everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm in the middle, uh, I'm almost done with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets again. So. Well, great. Yeah. Um, That's my favorite book of the series. It's, I think it's my favorite movie. Like. Really? My yeah. favorite movie, I think, is a tie between that one and Goblet of Fire. Really? I think Goblet of Fire is so well made. It's great. Especially that mermaid shit. Oh, yeah. That fucking mermaid that fucking shit. mermaid shit. I'm on that fucking mermaid shit. Fucking mermaid shit. All right. Uh, question number four. Who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? No cheating. Oh, um, oh, who was it? Oh, my God. Um, I think it was my parents. It must have been my parents. Hi, Larry and Hi, Honeybee. Larry and Honey. Yeah. Cutie patooties. Yeah. Um, yeah, just keeping up with them, just trying to get, like, mad updates on the storm and everything. Keeping up with the Brodskis. Exactly. Yes. And finally, our favorite question this week and every week, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well. Hmm. Um, I'm going to wish well my dear friend Kristen Dwyer. Hi, Kristen Dwyer. Because she was someone who had my back from day one of college, and she is getting married next week. (gasps) So when this episode premieres, or premieres, when this episode drops, um, I will be, uh, like, two days on my, like, two days from her wedding. (gasps) So I am so excited for that. Amazing. Um, Yeah, and she's just a delightful, all-around, amazing human. Mm. Hey, speaking of weddings, my dear friends, Patrick Jones and Dylan Adams. Oh, yeah, friends of the show. Friends of the show are getting married on the 17th on a Monday, because that's when 
the Broadway crew could come. Right. So, um, reflective of the guests. Uh, yes, so going to their wedding on Monday the 17th, and I am very excited. Ooh. And I love them very much. And by this time, they will be newlyweds. Newlyweds. Bow, bow, bow. Yes. Yeah, so love you guys. Uh, really, really, really happy for you. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's our show. That's our show. Season three, baby. Season three. Up tap. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, well, until next time. Oh, wait, where can people find us? Oh, Fuck. Well, well, they can find us on Twitter at This Week's Thing and This Week's Thing at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash This Week's Thing. Uh, you can stream us on Apple Music Podcasts or whatever the Apple platform is nowadays, sure. whatever the kids are doing. <laughs> um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Right. Yes, we are not on Tidal or Spotify. Write them and tell them that you think that independently produced podcasts should... Well, we're not independently produced anymore, but still. Please write them a strongly worded letter. Yes, a strongly worded letter. Signed, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bitter. (laughs) Love, I hate you. (laughs) And where can people find you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat. Uh, I guess you can follow me on Instagram. I'm not using it, but at Claire Manship if you want to look at nothing. Uh, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. And I am at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Amazing. Until next time, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the, the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Happy fall. Happy fall, yes. Oh, it's time, baby. It's time. <laughs>